0: decided that we'd come outside um, have a look through the windows it's always good even in these wintry days to be able to get a little bit more exposure to the light so what we call a shed
1: I did get very wet I have to say Eileen on the way out to this shed
0: (laughs) yeah there was rain hail sleet um, everything the weather could throw at us it threw at us Um, But anyway, we're cosy in the shed. We have a little burner going on here. You may be
1: able to hear a little tut-tut in the background. That is the burner.
0: Oh, I thought it was the audience you were speaking about there for a minute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a a much louder tut-tutting heard across the whole of North Wales at this point in time.
0: Anyway, uh, shed seems quite fitting. A lot of people say our shed is definitely not a shed, but to me... It certainly is a shed. It's a beautiful summer house. It's not a summer house. It's not grand. It's an outdoor space, sheltered, fairly cosy, brings the views into our indoor space as we...
1: Indeed, the sheep are quietly grazing, grazing and pasturing in the immediate... um, vicinity of the shed in the beautiful field and uh, yesterday I think we had quite a heavy rainstorm which resulted in um, a new lake forming at the very end of the field which uh, is adjacent to our shed which is a little bit of a worrying um, development.
0: Now there is a good reason for being in the shed The theme this week that we're going to look at is a project that I've been working on and it's called Writing to Heal and a lot of people are famous for writing in a shed. Sheds can be used for all sorts of things, you can stick your tools in it, you can do as we're doing now, record a podcast. But a lot of people do find that they go to the shed to write. There are some famous writers with sheds, aren't there? There are indeed. One
1: of the most famous Welsh writers uh, in the whole of history, um, Mr Dylan Thomas.
0: Uh-huh. We have, a,
1: I believe, visited his shed in Llan.
0: Ah, Llan, A beautiful part of the country and a very beautiful writing shed. This shed is not quite so beautiful, but as I say, functional, dry, brings the outside as close as possible and I do you know I do think that if people during the winter months you can't always get outside Um, the weather is often not in our favor but if you can wrap up warmly just a little bit of exposure to the sun can do you the, the world of good get some of those rays and if it does mean sitting in a shed maybe with the doors thrown open just so that you can absorb some of that light and that fresh air? Absolutely. The uh, the light
1: is a really important aspect of um, what keeps us well um, and the need for us to be able to um, absorb some uh, fairly intense light. Being outside is a really good um, tonic for us. Um, And um, many people uh, have experienced, I think, uh, SAD, as they call it, Seasonal Affective Disorder, do find that um, the opportunity of getting out uh, and um, getting into the light has uh, helped them to overcome that particular uh, disorder.
0: Now, I think, Phil, that we're taking a little bit of a departure from our usual format this week, is that correct?
1: Yes, that's it. Um, I think we're going to um, concentrate, aren't we, on some of the work which has been produced during um, the first... Stages of the Writing to Heal project that you've been running in North Wales,
0: Eileen. So yeah, uh, we had so that does mean that we're dispensing for this week anyway with the mystery voice um, and the guest. So it might
1: be a good idea at this point to um, see Eileen if you'd like to explain to us what it is meant by writing to heal and what the project entails in North Wales. Three.
0: many people, myself included, writing can be a very cathartic experience and actually just setting your words and thoughts down on paper can really help to release some of the anguish and anxiety that you might be feeling um, as well as perhaps helping to put some thoughts in order. So out of my own experience of participating in similar kinds of workshops, I suggested that that might be something to do as part of our well-being support throughout North Wales. Um, we were very happy to have received the funding but then Covid struck and actually to deliver face-to-face workshops became an impossibility. So we had to get a little bit creative about how we were going to start to deliver these sessions and decided that we could try Zoom, but that's quite intrusive, quite difficult when people might feel a little bit exposed, having to share their writing or reading things out. That's not always the most comfortable experience. It can be difficult in a face-to-face setting, but perhaps even more so under Zoom circumstances. Um, So we decided that the best way to approach this was to invite people to participate and that they would be sent um, activity sheets by email. So I set about creating three sessions which would have um, tied in with what would have been delivered in a face-to-face situation. And under under these three sessions, um, people are given an invitation to explore some written material to read and um, consider their own responses and thoughts to, it may be a poem, a short piece of prose, and this may act as a prompt for their own writing or we'll start to give them some thoughts about their own life and situation um, there are also activities inviting them to um, write it may be a matter of a writing prompt so if I give you an example here um, one of the first activities was an acrostic poem and without letting you know what the name of the person is This is the poem that they submitted. Calm now after the torrential rain of the thunderstorm Yonder clouds turn back to white from being angry and dark New fresh smells fill the air from the sodden earth The sun returns to the sky and shines Hurrying people go about their business Instantly back into their busy lives. Again, normality reigns. Peace in my world. So from a very simple starting point, um, this particular participant has come up with a really nice poem.
1: Just tell us, just explain to us a little bit about what acrostic means for those of us who don't actually uh, understand what that that may entail.
0: So an acrostic poem is you take a word, it could be something like table and you write that each line starts with each letter from that word. So your first word, first line will start with the letter T and you can make that line as long as you like. Your second line will start with the letter A, third line will start with the letter B. And so on. So literally you've got a starting prompt, which is the initial letter for each line. And it's a very simple way of people exploring a little bit of creativity. It's not as hard as it might sound. It's actually very simple to create some nice verse. And poetry, to a lot of people, that sounds really highfalutin, scary stuff. But it isn't. A poem is anything that you like (laughs) to write
1: down. For that particular exercise, was there any particular theme referred to, or was the person who wrote that uh, very moving piece um, uh, just given a free reign to write whatever they wanted?
0: Given a totally free reign to write whatever they wanted. Absolutely. The starting point was using um, the letters of your name. So,
1: Excellent. So just going back one step, so in order to access this and to uh, to take part in the yt to heal project, um, do you have to be online? Is that a requirement? Do you have to have an email address and those sorts of things?
0: Um, it is easier if you have an email address, but I wouldn't want that to bar anyone if they don't have an email address. I wouldn't like it to be seen as a barrier. Um, I believe that our IT department can... If you have WhatsApp or um, are happy to receive documents by your text messenger service, then it can be delivered to you in that way. Um, so, for
1: example, somebody with a smartphone could access the, the files and see the um, worksheets and that sort of thing, and they could do with stuff on their smartphone. You don't necessarily need to have a full computer or laptop available.
0: Uh, I believe that to <laughs> not being a particularly technical person. The files created are just simple Word documents and um, that are now PDFs. So any way that we can send that to individuals if they would like, um, you know, yeah, smartphone, you can access a PDF on a smartphone through WhatsApp or your messenger service. Um, Failing that if you're really anti-technology totally and utterly then I guess we could send you out hard copy printed version of the sheets. Um, I've read you out a piece of work there by one participant. It is entirely up to the individual as to whether or not they submit their writing to me. Um, This particular person has chosen to email me at that she's written and it's been very satisfying from both our points of view i believe that the the writing has been shared um there have been several people participating in this project and i'd say 50 percent have chosen to send their writing to me and have given me the permission to share it on our website so I think it's nice to have your writing um have a voice put to it and you know I hope that the people who've very generously shared their writing will be happy that there will be a voice put to some of their words
1: so some people are obviously worried about maybe their work being judged or feeling that that's that's going to happen i mean what's the situation there is no, is there any judgment involved here how how does
0: there's absolutely right. no judgment at all, and that's something that we address in the very first session when I send out the information to individuals. Um, you know, there is no judgment. The writing in itself is for your own benefit, and that can, you know, it's not for me to comment or to pass judgment. We're not looking at grammar, punctuation, all those horrible things that everyone got very stressed and anxious about when they were at school. It's purely writing for your own sake, for your own enjoyment, for your own cathartic experience, however it suits you. Um,
1: so, so, spelling's not a problem. We're not going to be worried about whether people are, are spelling things right, provided the, the, uh, the absolutely content not. is. No,
0: no worries about spelling. Um, I myself. Ha- do lots of typos there's probably a few found in these sheets that are sent out to people and i hope they won't pick me up for my spelling or my errors Um, and yeah it's really it really is the kind of feedback i've had so far is that this is something that more and more people should do if only people weren't too scared to write if only people weren't too put off by writing their experiences at school this is something that everybody could benefit from.
1: So that sounds great and uh, would you like to share another example with us of anything that's been submitted to you so far?
0: So um, another piece of writing by, um, it's the same person as that first bit that I read out to you, Started with the prompt being here so literally I gave the prompt being here and then it was for the participants to decide what flowed from that so being here gives me so much joy it's early morning and the mist is low but the sun is shining Even though I'm not outside, I know that it's very quiet and still out there. The occasional car on the main road, in the distance, goes by. The sun catches the dew on the many cobwebs, strung between the rungs of the patio fencing. So beautiful, like shining diamonds. I know it won't be that long before it's autumn. Already the leaves are falling off the trees. Lying crisply on the sodden grass. The mist is retreating now. Only a few wispy bits left. It's time for me to make a move. There's a day out there waiting to be lived. My last thought is how lucky I am. Thank
1: you very much. That's um, another very moving and lovely extract. So I'm, I'm getting very jealous now of um, you taking the opportunity of reading out. So maybe is there one maybe that I could um, read out and share with um, the listeners?
0: Mm, yeah, there is. I, again, from um, the same participant, uh, I'll ask you to read at this moment.
1: Okay, so this piece is entitled, as Eileen said, at this moment. This moment I'm sitting in my bed writing this. I know it's getting late. My bed is soft yet supportive, warm but not too cold, not too hot. I can still smell the fabric conditioner smell. It almost smells like fresh flowers. It's very quiet in my bedroom, no distractions. I can hear the pen making noises as I, as I write and the sound of my hands on the notebook as I move my hands to hold it more securely. In my mouth I can taste the toothpaste, the tingle and smoothness as I run my tongue over my teeth. My writing's finished now, my eyes feel heavy, I know it's time to sleep. I put my pen and book down, switch off my light, lay down and close my eyes.
0: So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's some wonderful pieces of writing here and... On a final note from this particular participant before we maybe move on to some somebody else, um, Some of that, you know, it's lovely, absolutely beautiful words um, but it maybe doesn't give a sense of what this person has been through, and a lot of what writing to heal is about is thinking about, you know maybe exploring our inner selves and what difficulties we've faced. So I think this next piece of writing gives a sense of where this person has come from and what she has been through.
1: That sounds great. Let's hear it now.
0: So, once upon a time, there was a young girl. She was very lucky, but she didn't know it yet. She had quite a few old people in her family, the wise ones, the ones that told her, always remember this, or always remember that. She heard, but she never really listened. The girl had a very happy childhood, doing things that children did, rushing through life, waiting desperately to grow up. The first party, first boyfriend, first kiss, first job, driving lessons, car. The words of the wise ones always far from her mind. One day she met someone, they married and had children. For a while life was good. Then one day she realised that she wasn't happy. Was this all that life was about? Feeling dissatisfied, the relationship fell apart. Time went by. She became became good friends with someone she had known for years. Love grows, and although she promised herself never to go there again, they married, and also had a child, a beautiful daughter. Life was good, love and happiness ruled. Then sadly her man became ill, and all-consuming darkness took over tried so hard to fight the illness, but he couldn't win, and one day he flew with the angels. Through her tears, sadness and pain, she heard a sound, distant at first. She recognised the words, the wise words of the old ones, now long gone. She understood now what they meant. She considered life, how it reminded her of a book. Every chapter a different part of life, birth, childhood and so on. She had now become a wise one, speaking to her grandchildren, who only heard but didn't listen. She knew that one day her book would inevitably close, but in another world,
1: Much. Very nice. Another very personal and moving account, and uh, very well written. Thank you very much for that. Excellent. So, um, just again, if we could just uh, re- repeat as to how people will be able to become involved in in the project. So, what would be the first thing that somebody would do in order to? Uh, to, to get onto this and to start the, uh, the process going?
0: Well, if you visit the Tanimine website, which is at...
1: Which is www.tanimine, spelled T-A-N-Y-M-A-E-N, dot dot
0: Then you will see on our very um, highly interactive website that there is a button for...
1: Writing to Heal.
0: When you click on that button, it will take you actually to a form. So we do ask participants to complete a very simple, straightforward assessment form. Um, brief questions, really about any previous writing experience, whether people have written before, whether they write regularly, etc., etc. And then just a few questions. Um, ten questions. That's it. Ten right? questions. Yes. Ten questions on how you're feeling at the moment. Just, you know, really a bit of a health assessment really, just to check in on everybody and see how they're feeling, to make sure that there isn't any other support that we maybe could be providing you with as you go through this course. Um, Once you've submitted that form, I get um, and I'm notified that there's a new participant and i will that will trigger me to send out to you the first session either by email as previously stated or whatever method suits you best
1: excellent and um so once um, is there any time limit once somebody's uh, received those forms from you
0: uh, no and again as i said Previously, it's entirely up to the individual as to whether or not they share their writing with us. It's lovely if people do feel they want to share their writing. I must stress, this isn't therapy. It's not a matter of submitting your writing to us and then I will give you a therapy session based on that writing. It's really that sort of self-knowledge, self-awareness that you're exploring there. Um, and sometimes the sharing of it can just help to ease some of the pain that perhaps you're feeling. Um, so, you know, I will acknowledge receipt and I will ask permission for sharing. I'll give you words of encouragement, but it won't be therapy. What it does enable you is that it may bring to the foreground some aspects of your life that you really had held quite deeply hidden, that they were really, really buried and things might come to the surface through your writing that you might then want to share with a therapist, a counsellor or anyone else within our organisation who might be supporting you at this time.
1: So, as far as the actual write- written content's is concerned, um, presumably somebody doesn't even have to write about their pain or whatever it may be, they could write about anything. Would that be right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. And it's not necessarily about writing about pain and suffering. It may be writing about joyful moments. Um, it's entirely your own experience and how you interpret the words. Um, you know, it's very much an individual and personal matter. So don't feel compelled to write in any particular way, any format. What you will find, hopefully, is that the words will just flow.
1: Excellent. That's great. And um, just to repeat then, in order to uh, access this Writing to Heal course, what you need to do is just go to our website, www.talermine.org.uk, uh, and uh, there will be a button on there which is, will be very obvious right at the, firstly at the top of the page which will be writing to heal, click on that and then that will take you to the registration form that Eileen's talked about and then from there you can get started. So can I say thank you very much to Eileen for telling us about that new project and um... A pleasure, thank you. We can get through. This. We can get through this.
0: We can get through this, this. 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 So, we hope you've enjoyed this one off special on writing to heal, and maybe some of you are feeling inspired to get writing, and if so, please do contact us. Indeed, yes,
1: you know how to contact us now, so please get in touch.
0: So I think we should acknowledge that this was funded by Comic Relief, Phil.
1: Yes, Comic Relief were very kind to enable us to uh, be able to deliver this new project uh, administered through the CVSC in Conwy, and uh, would like to thank them uh, for their assessment of our project and for Comic Relief for providing the funds to enable us to deliver this.
0: And it's great that Comic Relief have allowed us some flexibility in our approach in delivering this project. Now, we'd like to thank you, the audience, and we would also like to let you know that next week we'll be back to our usual format.
1: Including, I hope, some ukulele.
0: Well, there will definitely be ukulele playing and there will also be the wonderful mystery voice asking questions of our yet-to-be-decided mystery guest. So, goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye for now.